So I have been in business since 2021. I got my license, actually my first one in January of 2021. And then by May, June-ish, I got DC as well, Virginia, and North Carolina. So I have four real estate licenses. Exactly. See, I was wrong. Four. Four. Gang, this is Mike Headley. We are back. Another great episode on the Headley Group Real Estate Show. We are in-house. And we are in-house with one of our own. One of our own meaning it's the second time around. She's an alumni of the show. Um, great accolades about her. Licensed in three or four states. She'll correct me if I'm wrong. Um currently in college about to graduate she's soon to be 21 years old her all of them license she's about to have a degree soon move on we talked about phd all that good stuff let's give a warm welcome to miss yentel james how you doing Hello. oh man listen thank you for coming in thank you for having me so we are um you know one thing about our show now we can go live too. you want to put that out there to the people we can do that uh, one thing about our show is we we want to highlight real estate professionals, whether you're doing investing or, or all, all kinds of entrepreneurship. But there's, there's no better way than talking with someone in-house to highlight what they're doing. So, Yentel, um, you've been in business as far as having your license. Tell us how long and make correct me with all of the licenses you do have. So I have been in business since 2021. I got my license, actually my first one in January of 2021. And then by May, June-ish, I got DC as well, Virginia and North Carolina. So I have four real estate licenses. Exactly. See, I was wrong. Four four of them right there. And I only have one. Uh, Four real estate licenses. And and let me ask you, is it quite common because since... DMV, everything is like 15, 30 minutes away for people to have the mini lights or not? Sometimes it's common, other times it isn't, but being that I have DC, Maryland, and Virginia, if somebody has a client and are solely looking in Maryland, well, I want something in DC or Virginia out. I get past that client sometimes nice. or they'll refer me out, so it's good. Nice. It offsets with all the costs of having them. So, so did you have to go to each state, sit down, take the class, or was it reciprocity? Was it- um, the reciprocity for DC and Virginia was solely just me taking their state exam. Okay. I didn't okay. have to take the national exam again. Okay. I did have to sit in for a couple hour course for fair housing for mm-hmm. DC. And then Virginia made me do 30 hours of post licensing education. Gotcha. Gotcha. Which which state was the was the hardest? Which one? I think my first one was the hardest. And who was state that was Maryland. DC? Maryland. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. And Maryland. it was just because I took the exam. Um, before I really learned much about the industry from college mm-hmm. or 
anything else. So mm-hmm. it was really me learning solely from the course. Gotcha. So okay. now that once it came to my other licenses, I had the practical experience. I took the first exam. Mm-hmm. I learned a couple things. From school, so you're getting the other three. Okay. So that's more academia. Where did it come from you to say, I need to get a real estate? What was that spark? Well, I think I mentioned this in the last video. That's right. We got new people. (laughs) We got new followers. They need to hear this, right? Because you might say, hey, I see myself in Yentel. Tell me her story. So my dad is an agent in the industry. Well, Mm -hmm. he's more on the investor side right now. But when I was younger, I used to go with him on different showings or passing out flyers or inspections. Okay. So I got to learn a little bit through. When you was a little girl. You see that? Now, I, I got to inject people out there. You have children pour into them, which your father did. And this is what you possibly can get. But carry on. Let's add that. But that's pretty much how I learned about real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, then in the midst of COVID, there was really not much for me to do. So I kind of went into deep dive. As okay. I changed about what I wanted to do. Okay. 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 So. So now we, 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 okay, let me actually say it because again, let's be in full transparency. It took me three, three or four times to pass the test. Are you like the first time each one? So for the, my first exam, Maryland, mm-hmm. I passed the Maryland on my first try. I failed the national by one point. Okay. Yeah. I was there. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I had to retake the national two more times before okay. I passed, but the other three, I passed on the first try. Nice, 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 nice. Oh, uh, because you know, so many times, uh, like I oh, hear people. You did North Carolina. Huh? You have your North Carolina license. Yeah. They say that's the hardest one. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I didn't know. Oh, but this, that's why I failed it three or four times. I'm talking about I was one, two, three, and I was just like, man, I said, but me, who I am, I'm kind of resilient. I'm like, I'm not letting this thing defeat me. I keep going. And I know people who took it two or three times, like they ain't for me, they gave up. Because I was like one point away, two points away, but I didn't know North Carolina was the hardest one. Is it really? That's what I've been told a lot of the time. Okay. So if, when people ask me about getting a license, I always say get Virginia and then get North Carolina off of reciprocity because you don't have to nice. take the exam. You hear that, Jew? Wow. Listen, I didn't even know that. Great, Jew. Get license in Virginia, reciprocity, which you just take the state exam. No state exam. Oh, no state exam. You do 90 hours of post licensing education. Okay. You just have to pass the classes. Wow, you see what what they call that? That's the um the plug, right? Hey, <laughs> she just dropped us. A, that was a good one. Actually, we're gonna highlight that there. Um, so now, father, he's an investor. Is he a contractor as well? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's got general contractor. Yes. Nice. My dad runs his operations from start to finish. And you see this pouring into your children. He got his license. Well, he was licensed first at GC. He had his real estate license first. Then he got his. GC. GC license, nice. Okay, so so now as a result, poured into his daughter, and now she's continuing to do great things. So now let, let, let's 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 kind of let's, let's make steps towards your growth. I'm still shocked, not shocked, but still uh, the word and 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 belief with a, with a sense of wow, she's really doing that. How are you maintaining? School because currently you you're in college. Okay, now you mind letting the people know where you go to school at? I go to North Carolina and State University. And as we say, Aggie. Hi. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So and actually, uh, uh, Devonte, our film film guy in the back, he went to A and T as well. So we A and T all up in it. <laughs> uh, so you're 
at AT and what what is your classification? I'm a junior, junior and okay. I double major in business management and then marketing with a concentration in sales. God is at one major, business management. She has she's double majoring. So how are you handling all of these? First of all, how many classes are you taking in? Um, this semester I am taking technically seven classes. Unintentionally. And it's these are three credits per class. Yes. Okay. Yes. And 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 we all know in school, well, in my opinion, some classes it does not hold as much weight as others. So what classes are they? Um, the heaviest class that I have right now is operations management. That's a beast. Very much. Mm-hmm. It's I feel like it's a mix of engineering side of business and then business management because it's a lot of math involved mm-hmm. um, so it definitely pushes me gotcha gotcha but as it pertains to my easiest classes right now it has to be marketing classes like consumer behavior mm-hmm. and tailing okay okay um, actually when I was there it was called it called the production management I guess they changed the words around um still hard yeah still hard, <laughs> still hard. So, what uh, um so now okay now that you've you taken you said four classes no um for, for on campus okay i am taking six and one got added because of the study abroad class uh-huh. and then get a microphone okay one got added because of the study okay. abroad class uh-huh. and the other one i don't know how i got into it but okay. it's a real estate development certification at cornell university so they reached out to me i, I, I don't I know actually... how i got it and you and you just in the course. Mm-hmm. Wow! Yeah, they want money out of me. Oh no, I got. You. <laughs> well, I need that plug there because actually I was interested, but then it was like I think it was like thirty eight hundred dollars or something like that, thirty five hundred. See, but you getting it for free? Yeah. All of a yeah. sudden, you just end the course. Yes, I think somebody up in administration put me in it. Hey, you see that? So, so, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm I'm glad that I'm in it because I'm learning a lot, but the addition on the workload, I mean. Not ideal. Like it's literally coursework. It's, a, it's coursework, yes. Oh wow. Yes. Okay. Projects, okay. assignments, readings. It's a. Course. And it's how long does it last? I honestly am not sure. Okay. Um, I just finished the first course, and I'm in the second one now. Mm-hmm. I think it's supposed to last until the summer. Summer. Okay. 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 See, this really shows how much range you have in your mental capacity, because here you have your regular schoolwork now somebody puts you in another course and you're taking that on as well and her real estate stuff so um while you're doing this usually something lacks right because because we all know when we you know we're doing our career things sometimes you know i always say if you say yes to something you say no to something else what what is that thing that you said well let me put this on to the side now because this right here is more of a high priority relaxation <laughs> there it is so i am slowly fixing that um but these past couple of months i have been running myself working non-stop between class case studies fixing okay. business stuff okay but now it's back in more of a routine that is manageable as mm-hmm. pertains to myself and my work so we're fixing it gotcha, but it's gotcha. a work in progress so yeah. so let me ask are you very goal oriented yes i am I am. Uh, gotcha, yes. And and because it takes that that kind that attitude that approach to say I'm gonna take so much on, and you're willing to be uncomfortable for the moment. So you do you look at it as this this is temporarily? Like how do you look at that? I do. Um, 
everything I do is solely based on my end goal or where I want to be. Mm. So a little bit of being uncomfortable in a for a week, two weeks, a month is worth it, mm. meaning that I can enjoy my summers or enjoy my actual adulthood, if you will, because nice. I'm only 20. But... Nice. No, but listen, but yeah, but go ahead. I'm, I'm a comment. In a so that's the way I look at it. Yes. And so far, it's been working for me. Um, sometimes I need to relax a little bit. Mm. So I'm learning to have a rhythm to it, if you gotcha. will. So gotcha. it's not just work nonstop, but having a good consistent period of work and then a good consistent period for recuperating. Okay. So. Okay. Which is, we all know you need that relaxation because I, I think the last thing you, what, what can happen is being burnt out. Have you touched that? I'm quite sure you yes. have a few times, right? Uh, so, but when you get to that, that, well, let me back it up. How do you know? And, and, and I'm going somewhere with this in terms of with the, with the uh, real estate and just being an entrepreneur. How do you know when enough is enough at the moment? Um, my body gives me certain cues. Okay. Okay. So I might have a headache or I might have to wear my glasses more because my glasses are only supposed to be. If I feel like my sight is a little okay. bit blurred, okay. then I'm like, okay, I'm, I need to slow down. Gotcha. I need to slow down. I need to get more rest. I need to eat more. I need to relax. So I okay. pick up on certain cues because I've learned my body. Yes. So when I pick up on those cues, then I try to slow down, get more sleep, mm-hmm. eat more nutritious foods. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll just take a day and literally like lay around all day. That's it. You need that. <laughs> no, yeah. no, you really need that. Are you looking for a real estate brokerage to help you buy or sell your property? The Headley Group Realty is here to assist you with that process. We also hire brokers to join us and give them the best training and mentorship, leading to a great office atmosphere and an attractive commission structure. Our goal is to show homeownership at the highest professional level and empower the real estate business. If you're interested in buying or selling your property, visit www.theheadleygroup.com or call us at 336-904-6212. We look forward to partnering with you. And one thing that she says that you can, that hopefully you all do, and I I do as well, pay attention to the indicators, red flags, the signs, they will tell you, stop, slow down, take a breather. You know, because again, we, we, it's like the hustle, the hustle, Mm -hmm. the hustle, but then we have to have that time just to kind of hit the refresh button like a computer. Um, Segue into... The wonderful world of real estate, which our viewers want to know, because I want to give them the backstory of who you are. Mm-hmm. Transactions, dealing with a buy, dealing with a sell, and your short experience in the business. Have you had a situation where you didn't just want to work with this buyer? It was like, damn, like, uh, um, but. I'm going to keep my composure. I'm going to make it happen. And no fault literally of your own. You was the professional, but maybe their lack of, what I mean by lack of, they had a cousin, aunt, sister, brother, father who was influencing them, which impedes your professionalism. Well, not professional, as far as you helping them through the process. Have you had that? I have. Share a story, please. Um. So we sold her first home. Okay. And then she had to buy a new home. So it was an seller's market was very hot okay so of course it was hard for her as a buyer mm-hmm. to find a home mm-hmm. and there was a couple times i was able to get her under contract and then she changed her mind and of course um she while you was under contract while we were under contract okay 
But of course, because she had the section, section three. Correct. Okay. She couldn't get out the contract. Okay. She losing money. If she was losing money, I'm pretty sure she wouldn't have. But um, I think that happened two times, two or three times. And at that point, I have probably showed her at least 15, 20 properties and wrote at least seven contracts. Out of time and gas. Yeah. So, I mean, I continued to do my part. And as she asked, we made it very clear that we have to make a decision. We keep extending her rent back. and. Um, I want to help her buy the house that she wants to, but she has to be very clear on what she wants. And she never made that decision. Um, so she ended up renting for a little while. Okay. 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 So what was the, again, we don't, we don't want to call names or locations, but we to keep it real on the show. What was going through your mind? Like, what was you saying again? You know, in this, well, whatever you want to express, what was you saying to yourself? Because again, you know, people probably was people. The audience is probably filling with you, what you was, what you're talking about. So, what was going through your mind? I was very frustrated, not only because of the fact that I was doing so many showings, mm-hmm. it was also that I was writing all these contracts, mm-hmm. and I was really advocating on. Okay. I was speaking to the um, listing agents and just pushing the button, telling them, "Well, she's the best person you're going to get for this," mm-hmm. and just pushing it for her so she can get the house and gotcha. get under contract and she changed her mind uh, so not only did it possibly affect my reputation i just put in so much work mm-hmm. for it not to even go through mm-hmm. so it, i was very frustrated gotcha. but it was it was a learning curve i learning mean curve. i felt like it was something every agent should go through because you have your very easy clients mm-hmm. and then you have those clients that just push you so i felt like now you see people she literally gave you the the spill for those who think about getting to the business that you can do that much output that much that much input right back so and it just happens and i'm an advocate clearly we don't want to go we don't want no one to go through uh hell so to speak but let me experience this is good like she just said, learning her perspective and says, I'm gonna learn from this. I got better at writing contracts. Got this. <laughs> see? See, she that's good though. She that was her nugget. What can I get out of this? I didn't make no money. I didn't sell anything, but I got better at writing contracts. And that's the perspective that I think you have to have in this business. Um listings. What do you prefer? Buyers. I prefer sellers. We all, all do. All the way. <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So it's all the way. I feel like um, it's a lot more manageable with okay. my plate. Correct. Um, and I prefer to find comps than to write contracts. Mm. So first, always. Actually, so so people talking listings, listings, listings. Yes. And so as you're going through the process of working with sellers, do you like investors? Um. Yeah, give us the give it to us real now, Yen. It depends because gotcha. sometimes investors are they're stuck with this certain number mm-hmm. and they will not move from that number. But in order to be competitive, sometimes you have to move from that number. And Correct. Paying cash that gives some type of incentive, but at mm-hmm. the end of the day, people want the most money possible. Exactly. So sometimes that's a little bit of the issue I have with working with some investors, but. Investors are usually consistent, so I do correct. like that. Correct, correct. And the reason why I ask you that is because, and I'm gonna say, sometimes y'all waste our time, right? So, so what I usually do is I, um, 
do a criteria sheet on. And what I mean by that is, what are you looking for? Next thing they tell me exactly, or you know, bedroom, bedroom, this particular area. So I say, well, what exactly are you willing to pay on the dollar for a property? Do you have a cap? Eighty percent, seventy percent. When they tell me, I'm trying to get, I get it. I invest. You want it for nothing. But when they say to me, I'm trying to get it for sixty cents, sixty cents on a dollar. I already say, okay, well, hmm, I'm gonna put priority list. You may not be as high. Right, because then the day, because I'm looking at the mark, I'm looking at the MLS. One time, I gave the investor comps to show that the house was actually worth well more than the value was listed at, Mm -hmm. and he wanted to put an offer for I think at least forty, fifty percent less, and thought he was going to get it. And then shock, or I didn't get it. No, you didn't get it. You presented him the comps. Yeah. So, so they don't want to deal; they want to steal. Depends. I mean, some do. Some, some, some actually do. Some do. Some pay what it's worth. So what do you think about this market we're in? Clearly, a shift within the last, what, six months? Yeah. I mean, literally shift. Um, And your home is where? I am a military brat, but I claim okay. Maryland. Okay, she claimed Maryland. Okay. So that whole Maryland, can we DMV. say DMV yeah. area? Okay, DMV. I love, I love the area. <laughs> Um, so the DMV area, what clearly then, and we're in North Carolina now, if you gave your opinion on where do you see things, right? Or where it can be in the next year from now in, in the markets? Honestly, um, a lot of things. Now, now, hold on, now, now, let me interject. Now, now, the reason I'm saying this is because all this research you're doing yeah. at Cornell, oh, you can give us a oh, great no, They have me doing real estate development stuff. Oh, yeah. About and we're going we're to talk about that as yeah. well, but go ahead. I mean, honestly, I'm very interested as how things are going to play out nationally. The bank issues right now. Bingo. Okay. And how that's affecting mortgage rates. Yes. So I think there might be some shifts in a positive way, but I honestly can't input anything right now <laughs> we like see we appreciate that so you could sit up here and say well i think basically no, <laughs> no. <laughs> i don't quite because i i think it is a big question because things can change like that right they might say we're going to drop rates to two percent and then actually actually got an influx of buyers right but i appreciate that uh let's segue into the commercial space you've done some internship for some commercial companies so at least you haven't sold anything, have not, but you've been on that side as far as the experience, you've been around it. Enlighten us on that world because a lot of, and before you answer, a lot of uh, 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 agents, brokers, they get licensed, they get into the business, say, oh, I want to sell commercial. Right? My response is you have the option to do because you're licensed, but that's a whole different playing field. Yes. Intelligence has to be the sophisticated clients. Give us your spin on that. The commercial world is very different. It's Mm -hmm. so many more, so much more things that go into it, even Mm -hmm. as it pertains to just showing a client a property. Mm -hmm. Like they have, at least for the um, company I interned with for the summer, they had different departments doing work all for the broker to get that client. So Mm -hmm. they had a research department 
doing all your comps and market research. Mm-hmm. They had a marketing department putting together the comps and making mm-hmm. it look pretty and making listings and mm-hmm. things like that. And then they had their development side. So those were the people that did the developments from the ground up and sometimes would sell them to the brokers, okay. right? Then they also had the um, property management okay. department. Okay. And the property management department would try to work with the brokers and say, well, the broker would negotiate with the client. If you get this property, we have a property manager nice. for you. in-house. And then they also had the project management department nice. working with the brokers to get the clients to get something that might need a little bit of work. But say we have a proper a project management team mm. that's going to help you fix it all. Mm-hmm. So it was more of a team. It wasn't necessarily an individualistic thing. Correct. On top of the fact that those deals take a lot longer to close. To close, exactly. A lot longer to close. Mm-hmm. And for most companies, they want you to have a lot more education to do things in the commercial realm. That's why she's doing what she's doing, people. You, you, you see she's doing it, but go ahead, though. <laughs> but me personally, I don't think if I go the commercial realm that I will be, be I will be a broker. Okay. Um, just because of the fact that it's such a long process. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. It's definitely rewarding once you get correct. to the end. Correct, correct, correct. But there's so much that goes into the negotiation between mm-hmm. these different companies mm-hmm. and things like that, that mm-hmm. I don't think being a commercial broker is the route that I plan to go. Okay. Okay. Um, but it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. See, I, I like the fact that you, well, you said so many great things there, but it's, it's a lot of moving parts, right? that we're unaware of because we say i got my real estate license no and it's like but you can get yourself jammed Mm -hmm. up and the company sued probably you said they work together as a team that had to be a high-end client evidently with it seems like that's how they work with all their clients oh okay because all their clients technically are high-end basically basically so that's how they work together for literally every client versus on the residential side you're doing all that work on your own okay okay. and it's usually the 30-day turnaround compared to them it's like a year gotcha 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 yeah Yeah, this is they putting everything but i kind of as you was talking i was just envisioning that's a great concept literally have each department prepare something at its highest level so when we do our presentation we cover in all angles the property management side the marketing priest the project manager anything well what do i need that hey we got that covered as well it's very very smart i like that um let me segue over somebody watching right now they see intel because i'm quite sure on campus you are uh like a star so to speak like in other words um, she knew everything why not she because because yeah. hold, 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 <laughs> let me say it. because you know you don't fit the norm on i campus. realize yeah exactly because everybody you know nobody's well i don't want to speak for everybody but you're not the norm on campus so what is what is that uh because i'm going somewhere with this what is that uh um how do they respond to you? How do how do people they look up to you? Like ask um, questions. Like what's that like? At first, it was actually a little overwhelming. Yo, was, oh, <laughs> where's my music at? Oh no no. Yo, listen. You said overwhelming. Wow, that's. But go ahead though. I'm but glad um, because I am so used to being in, on my own little road, just doing my own thing, okay, gotcha. and I'm not the one that necessarily likes a lot of public. Okay. So okay. it encouraged me to get out of my comfort zone, which is something okay. I definitely need as okay. a real estate agent. Okay. Um, but I decided that I was going to use the positive, um, that's what I'm looking for. Use the positive feedback that I was feedback. getting gotcha. from my peers to actually teach them about what I do. 
Um, so me and one of my friends, we started a real estate work on campus. Nice. So we so far had a lot of, we've had a very good turnout of members to events and just regular meetings. And we have a lot Still of- Still waiting for the invite. <laughs> Actually, yes, you do have an invite. Um, Josh was supposed to send it, but he didn't. Okay. But I'll get that to you. That's fine. Um, so I have been working with the students, my peers who are on the executive board with me on top of working with corporations to come and sponsor events and provide internship opportunities and just like knowledge sessions and things like that. So that's the way I'm looking for an intern. If you're busy next Thursday, we're going to talk about that. (laughs) So I'm I'm serious. I can always use intern, but go ahead. though. So I've done it to that capacity. Then also speaking with my mentor, he honed on the, on the fact that I'm an entrepreneur, so we don't do anything free. Um, so I actually have been working on starting this type of, not necessarily a real estate course, but a real estate business course or a way to simplify real estate for people who want to get involved and nice. showing them the roadmap that nice. I took. Exactly. Um, so that's something that I'm also working on that should be done in the next couple of Exactly. So, and, and yes, definitely don't shortchange yourself. Yeah. Now, what I will say, and, and, and clearly I don't want to speak for you, but I, I do know that it will hold a lot of integrity. And the reason why, because there's a lot of you know, courses online, they're trying to take advantage of people, but I know you would make it very simplistic and, and real knowledgeable. So, like I've I said, I've been working really hard on it. So, I hope that it turns out in the way that people receive it correctly. Correct, 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 correct. And I've had to break down a lot of stuff and really chunk it out because i know of course everybody's attention span has decreased so much so much over time so i've made yes. uh-huh correct <laughs> i made um i think the first unit has about like 10 videos and i tried to keep them all oh them. So, so you're doing this like talking and you're kind of it's um everything has been there's presentations okay and i've pre-recorded lectures to go with the presentations okay. but i'm trying to keep everything each video under seven minutes just because we don't have the attention to gotcha, gotcha, it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the reason why I'm saying it because somebody might look at this and say, hey, well, what can I buy that at? Yeah. Well, um, so it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> so now tell them exactly what is coming mm-hmm. so so they so they know what's coming. So I have a real estate business. I don't I like that term. I know. Um, I have a course that I am creating that will teach Hopefully, people that are interested in starting their own real estate business, most likely between the ages of 18 to mm-hmm. 35. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am walking you through what real estate is, the different types of real estate, some basic real estate terms that I feel like everybody needs to know when you're entering the industry, as well as how to get your license. Mm-hmm. Of course, I can't speak to every state because Correct. every state is different and telling you how to find the resources that you need to network and get your first clients and creating a system to be efficient. Mm-hmm. Are you looking to join a winning team? Join us as a broker and receive high-level training, mentorship, and an awesome commission structure. If you're interested, visit www.theheadleygroup.com or call us at 336-904-6212. We look forward to partnering with you. Now, this is coming from a young lady who's how old are you? I'm 20. 20 years old. And how many licenses do you have? Four. And you currently are in school. Yes. See, so so now she can she can speak to clearly that bracket she mentioned. But I would say 
if you currently is a college student, you might want to definitely reach out to that. Um, what do you say to someone right now that says it's looking and says, okay, well, I want to be licensed, but I don't want to do it full time. I still say do it because as of right now, I necessarily am not a full-time agent Mm -hmm. because I have a lot of things on my plate and I feel like I cannot be the best agent I can be if I can't give my clients the full attention they deserve. Mm -hmm. So I definitely say still get your license because it's time to start now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Because like I said, if I had to... Like I said, just mention me. I it was three, three or four years after I got my license. Like I still had a job. And then I said, you know something? I'm going all in. Let me see what make happen. And good thing, the man upstairs continued to bless me to kind of continue to move on. That's how I started. Really? <laughs> <laughs> see that right here. I was working for um, this company and I had an online job. Okay. So I was working my online job. I was a student okay. and I was still working with my clients. And eventually, I was like. I'm just going to push and do my real estate stuff. Nice. And I left the online job. Of course, I'm still a student. Correct. But correct. I did it that way. Mm-hmm. But it takes some really hard work and determination to make it suffice for what your salary was. Exactly. Exactly. Um, what do you say to, again, like we talked about, you know, off camera, you're not the average college student in terms of what that, what that uh, uh, avatar looks like. So, Go to class, uh, uh, then summer break, go back home. You know, you you take internships abroad, right? So are you paying for this? I paid probably like 10, 20% of the trip. 10, 20% of the trip. And the reason why I'm saying this is because somebody might be watching and saying, well, how can I get the hookup? Well, as a college student, I just want you to know, especially as an HBCU college student, you need to take advantage of every opportunity they provide you with. They have study abroad programs with corporate sponsors that pay for majority of the trip. So I am getting to go to Brazil for three weeks. Mm. And out of $6,000, I think I paid about 1000 On top of the fact that um, there's a lot of scholarship opportunities available as well. And they have corporate companies coming in every day, every week, trying to recruit a student. So taking advantage of every opportunity that comes, even if you might not be interested, because nice. you're still building a network. Still so building a network. Reach out to your, your professors, your department chairs, your deans, mm-hmm. everybody, because they have a lot of things that can help you get where you want to go, and they're great people to have behind you. Mm-hmm. And it makes so much sense because, like you said, you're actually building your network later on and and because people think it's just for right now but but that can be a blessing as you you know move on throughout your career um commercial real estate you said that more or less is not probably not an interest at the moment right uh so do you see yourself taking on a continuous with the real estate career being a real estate broker or i have two routes that i am trying to decipher between Okay. Um, one route, I will work as a consultant for a little while, then mm-hmm. go back to school, okay. eventually finish out with my PhD and do real estate consulting. Okay. The okay. other route is for me to get my MBA, continue mm-hmm. to be an agent. Nice. Um, go and get my PhD, still go the real estate consulting route. I prefer the real estate consulting route because it's the same work Correct. that you do as an agent. It's just... Regardless, 
it's very consistent pay on top of the fact that I feel like that's the best way to advocate on your client's behalf because your goal at the end of the day as an agent is to get your client the closing. That's right. But as a consultant, your goal is to give them the best possible option that they have on their on their plate. So if someone's watching this and they say, well, real estate agent, real estate consultant, what um, so when it comes to any type of consulting work, you work with your client to pretty much solve any of their needs as it pertains to your niche area. Okay. Um, so pretty much what you do as an agent, but a real estate agent gets paid when they close. Correct. Okay. A real estate consultant gets paid by the hour. Oh, <laughs> see the big difference? That's right. Yeah. And one thing we all know in this real estate field is, is not consistent, right? Real estate does this up and down and how many people... Uh, 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 is not really prepared for that. So what do you say to that person who's in school now or real, who's in real estate school or maybe thinking about getting their license? I make a lot of money. I see HDTV and I see these shows and and, and I think real estate is that. Mm-hmm. It's not that. <laughs> it's not that at all. And you have to have a roadmap because even though the market is changing, that doesn't mean there's not going to be a need for agents. There's just going to be a need for agents in a different capacity. So Ooh, you need to I like make, that. Mm, different capacity. Really. So you need to make sure that you're you're well-versed and you're continuing to learn. And What's wrong? The thing keeps me caught up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Can, oh, we got a little technical difficulty. Can you say something? <laughs> right, right. I can hear, but I can hear myself. Uh-oh. Technical difficulty, okay, people. Right there. Perfect. Good. Yes. Wow. We got a short. Oh no, I like it like this. Yes. Okay, perfect. Okay. Okay. We're so, a little technical difficulty. We will continue on. What was the question? Uh, the question was: Is HDTV is well? People watch HDTV think real think real estate is like that when they get their real estate license. Real you said it's not. It's not. You gotta have a game like, plan. You need to have a game plan. Mm-hmm. And what I've realized from my experience is that even though you're an entrepreneur, you still need to have a set schedule and operating procedures because you're providing a service. So that service has to be consistent Mm -hmm. and you need to remember a lot of different things. So I think it's very important to have a system and to continue to learn because the market's ever changing. Mm. You might've started when the market was amazing, like I did. Correct. And now the market is not that great. (laughs) So you need to learn how to be efficient and to be your best and still be closing deals regardless of how the market is. Correct. And to translate, let me tell you what she's saying. You make a dollar, put 20 cents up. <laughs> put some money to the side because when things do get slow, and they will, and it just happens, right? You got some money to fall back on. There's nothing wrong. I know we mentioned the job thing. There's nothing wrong with having a job and being and selling real estate. And then one day you will know that, hey, I'm going full time. And I also I think another right. important thing is not to just be real estate agent. Mm. There we go. Because I think my dad learned this lesson Correct. early okay. on. Mm-hmm. Um, because at first he just was a real estate agent, and then he experienced huge crisis of two thousand eight, mm-hmm. and that's when he came back in a couple years later and shifted his model, okay. the way he ran his business, and went more of the real estate consulting route. But I mean, excuse me, went the real estate investor route. That's the route. Gotcha. But then still continued to be a real estate. Agent. Exactly. So it was like adding additional to it. Um, actually, actually, I last guess this to yesterday. Um, hopefully, the question right here is not doesn't make you feel uncomfortable or anything. But in terms of race and discrimination, being a woman, being a black woman, 
do you think it well we all know it exists but have you had any experience or you know someone and what do you tell someone watching to kind of how to deal with that um for me personally being that i'm from the dmv area um at first that wasn't really something i experienced i experienced more of an ageism because i was That's right 18. 18 um i tried to hide my age most of the time really wearing masks and then the glasses and the say, blazer yeah, you know, <laughs> so you was 18 you probably was looking like yeah. 16. yeah okay gotcha. yeah. Right, gotcha. yeah so um that's why something that my aunt always tells me, she tells me knowledge is power. Mm. So that's why I'm very big on education and continuing nice. to learn because they can't take from you what you know. Right. And you know what you know, and they need to know what you know. So if you are smart enough, they can't count you out. Mm. Um, but as it pertains to being in North Carolina, things are very different. Um, how is how so? Talk about it. Race is a very big thing in the South. It's a very big thing. Yeah. And as it pertains to commercial real estate as well, um, it's a very big thing. I mean, it's not very as apparent, um, but you might be the only one in the room. Gotcha. But that's when it comes to the terms of, is this what you want to do? Because if this is what you want to do. You have to push past it and get comfortable being uncomfortable. So it just, determine, it just depends on the mindset that you have about it. But of mm. course, there's certain things that you should not have to go through and you have to know when it's not okay. But... Mm. I know what my goals are, Correct. Um, so I do what I need to do to get where I want to be. Exactly. And again, we, we, we ask this question not for an excuse or to justify anything, but I hate doing elephant. We know we some of us experience it, right? Or we may possibly experience it in the future, but how to deal with that? I just want to get your spin on it. But she hit us with something ageism. So, and she says something powerful with the knowledge her aunt gave her, have knowledge and be professional because you can kill them so to speak with kindness you can kill them with professionalism you can kill them with being nice and they be like you know something she's young but she know what she's talking about and the last <laughs> word right yeah. and the last thing you need is is not having the knowledge of knowing what you're talking about right so that's how you kind of offset that kudos yeah. you on that uh intel we are wrapping things up because i know you're busy i know you got to uh take your all these class works and all that good stuff Two golden nuggets. We ask every guest, script, quote, scripture, book, something you've seen that inspired you. Give it to the peoples. I actually have this quote that um, is the screensaver on my laptop. Okay. And it says, a genius is not born, but they're educated. Mm. So that's my quote for you guys today. Um, like as it pertains to a book, because I've actually been very heavy... Yeah, well, let, let me say that. She literally passed on two books for us, which I've completed. But thank you for that. And actually, we pass it on here to the team. But you don't have to mention the book. I just had to say that, yes. Um, I have a lot of different books that I'm reading right now. Most of them are um, as it pertains to bettering my business or self-development books. Um, a very popular book that everybody knows about is Atomic Habits. Correct. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you are having trouble figuring out where to start to do whatever that you want to do, whether it be starting a real estate business or going back to school, whatever it is for you, I feel like Atomic Habits is a really great book to read on how to push yourself and create positive habits. So. Mm, nice, nice. So I got to ask you this last question here. I think I asked you this before. Because again, I'm still, you know, every, you know, every time when I interviewed the first time, I'm like the mindset at 20, I wasn't thinking about that, but the mindset is about growth 
becoming better. Did that start from home? Oh, definitely. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, I, like I said, I'm a military brat. So both okay. my parents are in the military and my mom is Caribbean. So it's gotcha. from my mom's side is a very heavy emphasis on education. Gotcha. And as it pertains to both sides, it's a very heavy emphasis on hard work. So mm. regardless, you have to work hard and you have to be smart and you have to remember that you need to represent yourself, Correct. your family and God in a positive manner. So. I see that. Wow. Nice. Listen, um, so many great jewels and insights from our very own here, Miss Yentel, who will uh, continue to do great things. We wish you the best uh, on your endeavor to great success. And again, we like you here with the family that the good real estate. Um, thank you all. And uh, we're going to see you all next time on the Heavy Good Real Estate Show. You got any last words you want to hit people with? Um, That's it. With, with, you know, Instagram and all, even though. We're oh, like sure. That. Well. More technical difficulty. Yes. Again. But um, if you guys like to follow me on Instagram, my business page is Yentel James, the realtor. Um, my name is spelled Y-E-N-T-E-L-L. Um, that's all I got for you guys. Listen, we're going to see you all next time on the Healthy Group Real Estate Show. You all take care. Hey, gang, I hope you really enjoyed that show. Our guests provide us some great tips and insight, and please support them on all social media platforms. And while I'm saying that, support us on all social media platforms. And don't forget, watch the entire video on YouTube. We'll see you next time.